Welcome to the fun zone. All right, nice. Uh, what is that, Dominant 7? Uh, hey, what's up? I'm Nordista Freeze. Welcome to Fun Zone. This is episode 53. Can you believe it? It is a nice, beautiful, and a warm December, uh, late December afternoon here in Nashville, Tennessee. It is uh, beautiful, and I am very happy to be here at the Listener powered listener sponsored fun zone thank you to everybody for your continuing support and uh we've been having a lot of fun lately and we're gonna have some fun today uh the next person that i'm bringing on is a visual artist who i met at i believe originally at freeze fest 3 a festival i threw in 2017 and she showcased some of her art it's a very amazing artist and continues to uh impress me with just her creative output and just constantly pushing herself. It's a real treat to have her on here. And she's also one of the sweetest people uh, that you that you can meet. And so without further ado, let's welcome in Grace Hall, my friends. Hey. Hi. Oh, hey. Hey, wow. what's up? Hey, good to see you. <laughs> it's good to see you too, Grace. Oh man, I was kind of matching you last night. I was wearing a black uh, on the fun zone. I was wearing a black turtleneck oh. and a chain. We could have been like totally. Twins. I saw that picture you posted on Instagram, and you're like in a Corvette. I'm like, wow, look at free. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that and crazy? I <laughs> and I wore the double chains, the gold on my neck, so it's nice. That is nice. Does it say Grace on it? Yeah, I got it when I was like a baby. Um, oh, that's fresh. Ooh. I got it when I was a baby. My um, grandpa Agropino gave it to me. Agropino, beautiful. Yep. Uh, where are you coming to us today from? Um, I'm coming from my family's home right now um, in Tennessee. Basically, I am sorry. I'm like basically, I am. Um, uh, ugh, Jesus, I can't think right now. Sorry. It's good. We have a long time to talk. Yeah, I'm doing my last semester online, sadly. But it's okay because I've been been doing a lot of things during this pandemic safely. I've been staying healthy. But (laughs) I've been doing a lot of things um, this pandemic, being at home, uh, setting up a little studio space for myself. And then once I graduate, I'm out of here. Where are you going to go? Back to Chicago? No. Well, I mean, I love Chicago, but I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I love Chicago, but I don't like the weather there. It's it's just too freezing cold. I yeah. want to go to California. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, wait, we had, a, we had a funny fact. Me and Freeze um, saw each other a, like a week ago or something. That's right. So we've been talking, but let me talk some more about this. Yeah. I want to go to California, I, but also I'm probably going to stay in Nashville for a while. I like, I love Nashville. I think I'm going to stay here, honestly. Um, I'm so happy to hear that. That's great. Nashville's a good place to be, right? Yeah, I love Nashville so much. It's everyone, first of all, I, I don't know about everyone, but 
mostly a lot of the people that I've met, especially you, like, um, are just so sweet and so creative and just so optimistic and ready for the future and ready to work with other artists, especially outside of their medium. It's, it's like, I don't know, it's amazing. And I, I love that there's so many musicians here because when I was back in Chicago, like everyone that I knew was like a fine artist. They were like painters and uh, illustrators and all of that. So it's nice to like meet all these musicians and work with them and show them what I could do. Yeah, do you feel like there's more potential for collaboration when you're in a musical city as a visual artist? Yeah, I, I think I think especially with Nashville just becoming more of a bigger city, there's right. gonna there's gonna be a lot more musicians coming in, um, and a lot of a lot more artistic opportunities. Yeah, totally. So, you, how have you been here for the whole year? Like, how long have you been in Nashville? Like, since the pandemic hit. Um. So basically funny story <laughs> my red eyeshadow holy it looks great it's popping right now um anyways so i was in my apartment alone because my roommates left during the pandemic hmm. so i was in my apartment in chicago and chicago was hit the most like it was um a lot of like thousands and thousands of cases and I was in the middle of the city which is kind of even worse because it's so just compacted so basically I was in my apartment by myself like you know horrible it was a horrible time and then my 21st birthday came and I I literally thought I was going to celebrate alone so I I like used all my paintings like that like my portraits and I set them up like they were like my friends and then I I took like my like bubble wrap or my packaging wrap from the Blick boxes that I got Blick is an art store if no one knows what that is because it's not in Tennessee Mm. and I I like used the bubble wrap and I wrote happy birthday grace on the bubble wrap and so I thought I was gonna celebrate alone and then my parents came they drove nine hours surprised me with the cake and then we celebrated I made them dinner and then the next day we went back home no way and we saved (laughs) so sweet that's so sweet yeah so wait were you like already had did you already have all the pictures set up you're like well here we go and then your parents just like bust in the door (laughs) that's crazy (laughs) <laughs> no like I was like should I buy a cake and she's like no don't do that and then I'm like why and then she goes because we're right outside your window and then I like looked out my window and they were like literally right there really great timing but oh my that is so sweet and I've met your parents uh once or twice I, I remember meeting them outside you. of outside of the local off west end uh, when you came to one of I think you went to one of my shows that was there I remember getting to meet them in the car and they're really sweet so oh that's yeah. like when I was like younger, younger, I'm pretty sure, like mm-hmm. before 21. And I yeah. didn't want to drive. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. no, they love you. That's cool. That's really sweet. Well, uh, I mean, I'm living here with my family as well. And I know it's got all sorts of, uh, you know, it's a big package that you accept when you move back in with your family. And, uh, you know, you have to learn to all be, you're living with your family and you're all adults now. And there's a lot, um, a lot of different uh, dynamics to like adjust yeah. to, but uh, has it been a good place to uh, make art? And are you still feel like 
still feeling creative even amidst this social change and moving back to Nashville? Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, art, this sounds so cheesy, but I mean, art is what I love to do. And I, and I feel like I could do it every mood, every day. Wow. Um, and I, and I, I also, I don't know, I feel like, um, it, you know, to make art, it's like exercising your, your muscles. I mean, if you don't do it every day, you're, you're just going to lose that streak, that stamina. So wow. I mean, I, like practicing every day. Whoa. That's good. That's good. Uh, That's true. Yeah. I feel like I, I definitely relate to that because the times I do work harder on certain art forms, I mean, th there is burnout, but then sometimes like beyond that burnout is like a really, there's like a constant or like a high either. And it's like, you, you feel like you can keep making it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think the burning out is like needed though. You yeah. should take a break because some, like I burn, I like, I run out of just making every day and like, I can't do it every day, but I try, like, if I'm not feeling it that day, I won't make like a huge painting. I'll just like write in my book or hmm. I'll, or I'll even sketch something that I see like in front of me, like just doing any kind of art making, even just watching a movie, like an a art documentary, or even just a TV show that inspires your art, that literally everything in this world is art. So I don't, I want to take that back. Like I don't do it every day because it hmm. is healthy to take breaks, but taking breaks and still inspiring your mind and your your ways of thinking and creating is is like what I try to do if I'm not in that specific uh, type of mood. But even when right. I'm sad or when I'm happy or I'm, I'm angry, like I love to paint because like it's also like a distraction, which is why I'm so glad that I have like a space to do it in the middle of a global pandemic. Right, totally. Do you do you? consider yourself a certain type of artist like at the forefront like a painter or any type of specific visual artist or is it more depending on the day oh my god you make me like literally laugh like i i love you anyway <laughs> why do i make you laugh i just like well i just this is such a fun idea first of all and you're just such a kooky guy like you're so <laughs> unique like i love it anyways um <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the question. I'm just kidding. I remembered. Um, basically, no, I don't. I don't think I'm like just a painter. I don't think like even if you are like consider yourself a photographer, like I don't think you're just a photographer. I mean, there's so many different art forms that you don't even know that you're doing sometimes. Like, right. So, I mean, I guess I would call myself an interdisciplinary, interdisciplinary interdisciplinary clearly you're not whatever this is because you don't know how to pronounce <laughs> yeah, it yeah i can't no. say it <laughs> you're just a painter but, yeah no. no i would call i mean i i wouldn't really call myself <laughs> anything but i like do multidisciplinary like forms or mediums of yeah, art right so i'm i've been like being back home like where nashville is with the musicians and all that stuff i've been doing a lot of installations for different photographers yeah and sculptures and i've been writing in my journal i guess that's i mean that's even being it like a, an artist but i'd say um, so yeah i mean musicians songwriters but um yeah 
I have like I've been doing a lot of installations with my like friends and other photography like colleagues and um I can't really show them yet I'm really excited right. to but, like they're so cool and the photographers are amazing and I'm just excited to show those off so I can like really boost off that like installation yeah his career stuff so I uh, I saw one of your pieces last night actually for the first time um but don't say well, give me yeah a I can't I, let's just say I was at a band's house I get it. and they had a massive piece of work that is about to be released that you oh made, yeah and uh you know for their album cover and it looks so good and i saw that the picture of it and it's just oh my goodness it's it is so cool I, I mean if you want one later in the future hit me up if you want I will. one later in the future hit me up viewers <laughs> let me know viewers you can contact grace hall underscore on instagram is that yeah, the best grace way M. Hall. grace m hall underscore yeah. Speaking of Instagram, you posted uh, about a week ago, you posted the uh, that kaleidoscope stitch is what you called it on your caption. Oh, yeah. What that is like the coolest you've been getting into. It seems I mean, I, I'm, I'm, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like you're getting into yeah. like some pretty cool like, yeah, I guess inter, you said interdisciplinary, but it's like, uh, it's like very, you want to like, feel it. It's like, uh, all these different fabrics. And are you things. talking about this one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kaleidoscope so, stitch. That's what the caption that. was. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, keep going. It's just so cool. I just thought that was really interesting. And I mean, a lot oh, of the stuff you've been you. posting on your Instagram is more, um, you know, I don't know the vernacular, but it's just, it's like tangible art. It's like very physical using different yeah. like, fabrics and uh, pieces. Using to, my hands. Yeah, it's really cool. Thanks. Is that something you were like have gotten into through like school in Chicago? Or is that something that you've just picked up or like I'm curious about your relationship with that type of art? <laughs> yeah. You are such a good interviewer. Holy chakramoli. I can't <laughs> um thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you even got the whole setup. Like <laughs> it's so funny. Okay. The what the microphone? <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Um yeah, so basically, it's it's a, a series called Healed Stitch um, that I've been working on since the beginning of the pandemic, and it was like my lockdown work when I was just super, super sad, and like I ran out of supplies, so I tried to find some scraps of canvas, uh, or try to put some scraps of canvas together, maybe see if I could just make that one big canvas, and I thought because I usually do portraits and now I'm like just doing abstraction um which you've been doing lately and um basically I I like stretched this scrapped canvas I was like whoa this would be a really cool abstracted piece so then I just started like messing around with it and honestly this series this body of work is literally like um a big happy accident like I didn't mean yeah. to make it. It just kind of did it. And then I started doing it. <laughs> now it's now it's like my most favorite or it's my favorite thing to to make. Wow. Next to portraits. That's cool. And and how I mean and you said it's called like healed stitch. Yeah. That's the name of the art like the art form. That's like what the art community refers to that type of art as. No, or that's the name no, of like your that's project. Like my title. 
yeah, that's like my title of my body of work. And I thought cool. Foot Stitch was a good um, uh, name for it because, well, first off, it's I'm stitching the cab- canvas. <laughs> I'm stitching the canvas. And then I'm, I'm healing it with the gesso and the modeling paste and the paint on top of it. So these stitchings, like when you, you, you know, open your skin, you stitch it back up. It's kind of like that. I also, I also think like, it's really interesting because um, for me, like, I don't want to talk about it. Cause like, I have like so many different past things in my life and everyone does. So I kind of related to that situation. I also related to a situation where I literally we're in the middle of a global pandemic and how we're healing from mm. staying in isolation and, 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 you know, trying to work together. Sadly, America isn't doing that. Um, not 100%. We're not going to get into that. Um, you can if you want. But. I don't want to. <laughs> Um, but I was thinking about how, you know, this is a horrible time. I was really in a bad mental state during the beginning of the pandemic, especially when you're by yourself. So, I mean, art is a, a, a stitching, it's a healed stitch. It's an art therapy. Like anything is like, so I'm rambling about like, cause it doesn't really make sense right now, but in conclusion, this will make more sense. Um, when someone looks at this, I want them to uh, kind of look at it and see what kind of past thing they've healed from or what kind of story they've overcome. And I kind of want it to be like, like when you look at this, you can, you can uh, kind of relate it to something. So yeah, it's a right. healed story. It's a healed stitch. That's cool. That makes sense. Um, the yeah i think that's really beautiful and i think that that we are all i mean this has been a really hard time for me and i know for a lot of my friends and you know it's obviously a there is a global thing going on but it it affects all of our souls in a very real way too it's very personal you know so creating art that relates to that and relates to like how you uh you know work through things and and how you do pick yourself back up and it's not perfection life but it can sometimes things break but you can piece it together and restitch it. And I think that's really cool. I think it's a great message. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, that's so. cool. Are you going to be able to like do some sort of like art show, like online or like, or is there a plan to like yeah. release it somehow? Or, you know, are you going to wait until things are safe and do something physical in person? Yeah. So, well, I'm trying to build a body of like 20 healed stitch paintings and then I'm going to like send them off. I've been sending them to like, like uh, galleries and um, residencies. I'm like kind of uh, like in like, I'm close with one gallery in Chicago and I'm also like talking to this other one and hopefully like I can build up a stronger, a bigger, larger uh, portfolio and then send it off. But Here's the holdup. I want to throw a massive like party and it's going to be amazing, but it's going to be an art party. So I'm going to get a warehouse. Okay. This, I think it's going to work. It, it might, you never know. We're going to get a warehouse. I'm going to get every, mu- I don't know about every musician, but musicians in Nashville, different kinds of genres. We're going to get jazz. We're going to get rap. We're going to get funk. We're going to get alt indie rock. We're going to get metal punk it's gonna be wild 
wow. I just want to like it's I mean it's kind of like what you're what you did with Freeze Fest like I want to do that and I want to do like all the art just like in this warehouse that's cool that's really cool and I also want to do a, a disco dance party but we'll get into that later <laughs> yeah yeah and you want to do that here in Nashville yeah I want to own a club and I want to just like have it like a club and an art gallery you know how oh, so this that? isn't a one-time event. You want to like own a club and have this be it, just a place that exists, a disco. Yeah, that's discotheque. my biggest goal. That's my biggest goal right now. Cool, cool. We're I think that's awesome. In the middle of a pandemic, we're just being like, ooh, 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 you know, shiny, shiny. Yeah. Well, I mean, now's the time to have dreams and goals that are um, a little bit farther out because, uh, you know, th- like for me, when I'm creating music, I don't have to think about how it's going to translate in a live context. So in a lot of ways I can be more creative because I don't have to worry about these parameters that I typically have to. Um, so like all of the last five songs I put out have all been tracked to tape by a live band. And I did that because I wanted the recording to represent the live show and like for them to feel very similar, you know, it wouldn't mm-hmm. be like a very conceptual like the record before that had like brass and strings and stuff. I was like, well, I can't bring brass and strings on tour. So, you know, let's make a sound that sounds like the tour and vice versa. You know what I mean? But now that it's, there's a pandemic, I can like mess around with all have way more fun, like put beats and mess around with like auto tune and mess around with, I can have a hundred tracks. It doesn't matter. You know, I can, I can just go off the deep end and I I can worry about how it translates later. You know? Yeah. I love, I love, I love that. I mean, this pandemic is, it's a horrible, horrible thing. I mean, totally like the only bright side I could see of it is that it has given a lot of people time to kind of slow down and also find hobbies and and passions that they've never realized that they've had inside them. And I like what you're saying, like, like it's given me like a lot of time to just experiment and not worry about oh my God, this is going to sound amazing. Like, or, or sorry, this is going to look amazing. Like this is going to be my masterpiece. Like this has to look good in the end, like being home or, or just, you know, being on like doing, being in a pandemic. Um, it's just, it's just nice to like, not really feel like everything has to be perfect anymore and really right. just everything. Totally. Your voice just got all quiet. Now you're gone completely. Sorry, I have like my AirPods connected. It kind of got confusing for a second. I'm just going to put those over there. That actually happens a lot on Fun I just have my Air. Whoa. I said that happens a lot on here. People's like AirPods are like all of a sudden just like turn on. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was so, I was freaking out. But we're good now. What a bougie problem. Anyway. Hey, speaking of bougie, I just got this DVD that just came in right before you got here. It's called The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie. Have you ever heard of this? It's a Louis Bunuel film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. Anyway. Wait, can um, I see that? Can I see the backside? That's so cool. Isn't that cool? It looks weird, but it looks yeah. really interesting. Yeah, it's like He's this like- film... It is very, it was very crazy. Like it was about six like rich people and they keep like going to eat meals and like the meal gets disturbed by like either real or like fantasy things that happen. Like you like it's not really even a cohesive plot. Like all of a sudden they'll get interrupted by like a war that's going on right outside and then 
all of a sudden it's like over. You know, it's just very surreal. And What's it called? The discreet charm of the bourgeoisie. I'm just going to write the discreet and then I'm going to look it up later. Yeah, It'll, you should. Oh, it came up on my phone. We're good. I'll look That's it up cool. later. It came up. That's Is awesome. it like in a different language? Yeah, it's in French. Um, and it's from 72, I think. So it's a little bit, I want to think it's from 72. So it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of got that 70s charm to it too, you know. Ooh. The cool like colors. I want to watch stuff. that. Yeah, yeah you that's, can. I can send it to you if you'd like. Well, I don't really have like a thing to put that in. Heard. Uh, <laughs> well, well, we'll figure it I'll out. I'll just look it up on like my smart TV. Yeah, I, I can <laughs> live stream it on. Uh, I'll live stream it on Zoom one night and everybody can watch it. That'd be fun. Um, since it's I have a DVD. It's not on any streaming platforms, unfortunately. Oh, never mind. Okay, I, so I, I have two questions I want to talk to you about. Um, and and either we're, we can talk as much or as little about these two topics, but I want to talk to you a little bit about art school and like art education. And I also want to talk okay. to you about like the business side of things. And I don't, if these topics become boring, we can switch from them, but I do have some questions about both. And I, I want to start with education because I know that you're in school, in art school um, in Chicago and you're about to finish. And I'm, I don't, I'm curious what your major was or is. And like, if you feel like that's been like a good experience and just like reflecting on it now that it's almost over. I'm going to get kicked out of my school. <laughs> if I say something bad. Oh yeah. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. They're going to expel you. <laughs> um, yeah. So where do I start? I mean, I know it's a big question. I love, I love school. I love art school. Um, I don't know if it's for everyone. Um, I think if you're going to go, then you're going to, you have to, you know, put in 100% and that you have to take it like, like yourself seriously. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. it's not for everyone. Like the dropout rate is like extremely high because people realize that, but I mean, I loved it. I, I do think you can learn half the things on YouTube sometimes, but that's <laughs> not the point of art school is that, I mean, art school kind of like teaches you um, how to talk about art and how to like think about other art mediums and how to critique art. And honestly, that helps you kind of advance with art making. I mean, to understand like how to do that is or to make art like I feel like it's really important to know the history and like the, the, the theory behind it because that is like such a big inspiration and influence um, on when you want to make a new piece of work. Right. Um, but <laughs> I, I mean, I love art school. It's just, I've thought about dropping in and out and, or dropping out like a lot of times during this pandemic because it's just so extremely expensive and I can't afford that. But I mean, I am going back cause I have one more semester. So I'm really, really grateful. I'm just doing it online. So, um, you know, it's not like ideal, but it, it's, it's amazing. I mean, it's amazing being in the, in Chicago. Like I wouldn't have, I, I wouldn't take that for granted, like at all. I mean, right. being in the middle of a, like a busy city surrounded by art, surrounded by an environment of artists, it's, it's really great. So 
that's cool. I think, like the whole environment is really, really special. Yeah. Like, learning about it, but the uh, I'm, I'm I'm happy just like being out of it. Like I'm ready to graduate. Really. Mm-hmm. The oh. like uh, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a discussion that is popular, and and a lot of people have that discussion in school, like and flirt with the idea of dropping out. Um, but it but it I, don't, I feel like it never. I never get tired of having that conversation because it is such a genuinely uh, incalculable, incalculable, is that the right word? Uh, thing. Like you can't, there's no metric to define, oh, I'm studying art or like studying music. And in what ways is this beneficial to me? And also since the money is, it's such a high amount of money that you pay to go to art school. It's almost, you, you can't even like put that into real thought or like budget with the rest of your life. It's just like, should I pay this insane amount of money to get this experience that's like very personal and very communal and it's this educational and collaborative experience with these like professors and, uh, you know, friends. And it's just the whole thing is such a package that I just find it very confusing to know, you know, whether it is beneficial or not. You know, I dropped out junior year and I had a lot of friends who finished and um, I don't think that they should have dropped out or that I should have finished. You know, I think it is. It's Everyone has to figure that out, you know? Yeah. What was your major or what is your major? Um, basically at my school, I don't have like, we don't have like specific majors because it is like multidisciplinary. So you could do, I could come in as a painter and want to try out CGI art or performance art. But I mean, that's not for me, but right. um, so basically just interdisciplinary fine arts and then, but mostly painting if we're going to really get into it. But yeah. I mean, I've been, like I said, I've been dabbling in uh, installation and sculpture and collage, right? Painting. Collage. I worked at a wood shop and a metal shop last semester. And so I've been like really learning how to do more wooden stuff. I didn't, I was just learning how to do metal sculptures and then the pandemic came so yeah right oh, really not. i'm sorry to yeah. hear that that's really a cool thing too <laughs> yeah, yeah it was like so badass to just like sorry if I... <laughs> when that you can a. say whatever you want oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like with the fire and then the pandemic came i'm like never mind man well, what a drag um, yeah but um yeah that's basically my school um also, yeah, like I'm, I'm so ready to just graduate. I mean, I think like, I think for me, I am kind of content with my career going off because I like talking to people. So I like networking with people. I love working with people. Um, so I don't think I'm not like scared or anything. I, I honestly, I have like a lot of optimistic futures yeah right what is um i mean i know there's a lot of different avenues that people can take as, as a visual artist or as a musician you know when i was younger i told people i want to do music for a living i didn't realize that there were so many different subcategories of what that could mean of how to make music you know even in nashville there's i have friends now who just write songs all day you know they have a publishing deal or or maybe they just work in the studio all day or and, and people like me who actually just want to like write record hit the road like do that thing you know, that's actually its own pocket. Is there a certain, um, you know, 
is there a certain pocket as you're getting out of college, like that you're trying to be a part of? Is it just creating art and selling it? Or is there other ways that you are interested in like combining that with other interests and passions? Yeah, like I want to work with like celebrities. <laughs> like, I I just, I think it can happen. I don't know. Like I, I, I have to just keep telling myself it'll happen and then it'll happen. But like, I want when I, if I'm, if I go to like LA or something, like I just want to meet as many people as I can. I, with the installation, I think that's like what I really want to do is make, like be like an art director. So make backdrops and, and, and set designs for like musicians, rappers, actors, actresses, like anyone really, anyone who needs a photograph I just it's so much fun to just make like little worlds so and then I also make money just selling portraits so I was also thinking maybe I could set up like my own shop and like a portrait shop or something yeah I have my portraits right here really yeah do you want to show us I came prepared wow this one and we got this one these are kind of the only ones I have right now because I sold my other portraits so, do I know those people? Yeah, these are both me, my narcissistic ass. But oh wait, really? Wait, wait, wait. Let me see you again. Well, They're this one's like a. So this was like was like a fast painting that I did because I just haven't painted a portrait in a while, and I did the healed stitch paintings for a while. So I took this like, or I took this. I painted this like a couple weeks ago, and then. This one I painted at the beginning of the um, pandemic and I like literally painted myself like every day because I was just so sad and lonely and I needed practice. So I looked in the mirror, but it didn't look good. It was too stiff. So I came back home and I just scribbled like crayon on top of it. I thought it looked really interesting. And this is when I started doing more contemporary conceptualized like um, portraits. So very cool. Very cool. That's awesome. That's a really cool idea. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's cool. I think working so installations means just like, would is that more like you create a piece than somebody sees that and they want to put that up for show for a certain amount of time within their space? Or is it more like they commission you to what what'd you say? I said I didn't think about it like that. Oh, or, or is it but more like they have, they're just like, yeah, yeah. I guess I just wasn't sure how that process works is the best way to say it. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, yeah. Actually, like, the biggest goal is to have my own show, like, and then work with a gallery. Um, but I need to build that collection up first. So fingers crossed. Interesting. <laughs> um, That's cool. But when I have – if I have a show, when I have a show – I want to make an installation with the paintings on the wall. I never thought about like installations within like a gallery space, but what Hmm. I'm talking about is more like in a studio, like a photography studio or something, or even outside, like for a music video shoot or something. Cool. Yeah. I mean, there's so many photographers here and musicians. So I think Nashville is like a great space or place to do that. Yeah. Right. So those pieces, would you be making them for one specific moment? I'll put the light on whoa yeah the really sun is setting in, uh, in nashville it's getting dark yeah <laughs> sorry go on so like 
if you're doing it, like, would that be something where they would be like, we are, have this idea. Can you make this a real physical thing? Or is it more like you already have these things prepared and you just bring them to different events and then take them back to your studio? Does that make sense? Yeah. So the one that you saw, like, they had that actually. So I. <laughs> what did I see? <laughs> I can't say it, but the installation mm, you mm. saw the other day, um, I met like I went to actually one of those little pop-up shops and I saw her and I was like, Hey, like I've been doing a lot of installations. Also anyone watching this, well, I'll get into that later, but she, I was like, Hey, I've been making installations and I would love, we should like do something. And she was like, wait, I have this idea. And so we kind of brainstormed ideas out. And then later on she threw out a whole, I can't say. Oh, because she's in the project? She's in the project. Oh, I thought this was the <laughs> photographer. I thought maybe you collaborated with the photographer on this. Well, she is a photographer. <laughs> Holy smokes. She's another photographer. She's, yeah. But she came up with the idea. The band came up with the idea, and they told me to do this, so I did it. But then there's other instances where I'm working with my friend Christina, who is also Christina Coleman, and she's also a photographer in Nashville. Yeah. And... Um, we've been making a book together. No so, way. Yeah. And they're so good. Like her pictures are just, they turned out amazing. It's a great way for her to build up her portfolio and for me to build up my portfolio because some photo shoots that we did, I made the installations for. So we worked with like um, a bunch of different people, really. Um, I know Briston's in one of our, our shoots. Who else? Uh, uh, Noah is in one of our shoots, obviously, because they're married. Um, uh, people who aren't even like kind of like in that kind of scene of Nashville. So it's just so many different people are in these like different photo shoots. And it's going to be this big book of just different photo shoots. And <laughs> how many wow. times am I going to make different photo shoots? And then um, we're <laughs> making the books. So I made the the front and or the, the covers of the books out of a healed stitch. So some of the books are going to have like the 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 installation like I, that I made. I tore them up and I stitched them to make a book cover. Some of them are from my paintings. Like they're they're going to look really cool. And we're going to work on it and we're going to sell them for $40 each. And we're also maybe going to make some mini books, which might be like $20 each. So if you want to buy one, hit there, me up. Is there a pre-order link? Okay. Let, let, me know when it's, let me know when it's around. Let me know when there's a pre-order link, please. Yeah, we would love for you to have one. I'd love to have one. That'd be awesome. We should have you. We should take a photo of you, but we're already done with it. So, oh, I can't really say them and say we're done with it. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I get it. I get it. That's all right. Uh, I I mean, Christina is super talented. Christina has come on tour with me uh, twice to take pictures and just done a fantastic job. Um, Yeah, I I love Christina and I love Noah. I was just, I I get to see them some over the uh, pandemic because Noah has performed in my band for a couple of shows. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so pretty fun stuff um that's that's amazing and you really do have a good collaborators here in town you know uh, christina's actually a person who mentioned that i should get you to come on the fun zone so oh my god i didn't even i honestly didn't even talk to her about this i have to tell her that i did this and then tell her to go on this yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. oh wait yes i did tell her because we saw each other at that pop-up never mind 
Yeah, so Noah and Christine are also doing pop-up clothing, which is just a very – and so is Johnny and uh, Johnny and Violet are doing one as well. And it's just such a cool, like, new uh, – I'm not – I was going to say hobby, but that, that sounds a little bit, like, reductive. It, it, you know, it's a business, and, and they're doing a great oh, job, and they're, and they're succeeding, and it's awesome. Pop-ups are the new big thing. It's, it's tr- like, 2021 – pop-ups are gonna be like the new things especially in the middle of a pandemic like galleries are kind of doing poorly music venues are doing poorly pop-ups i'm telling you just double mask it and go to pop-up it's a really good idea you know i i i did feel like pretty wide-eyed as like an event coordinator and you know in a diy person like when i saw when i was at the the one that Noah Pope was putting on outside of local honey and it was like pretty safe, you know, I mean, obviously any people getting together to do anything, you know, is what it is, but it's outside people are masked up and they're just selling clothing. And it was like, man, of all the ways that people can like bring, see each other, see each other and like sell things to make money to survive. Like it's a, it's a pretty awesome idea. And I think all of art is going to become more DIY because of the economic exactly. depression and just also this, you know, just the reality of where everyone's at right now and especially outdoor DIY. Um, so it's pretty cool. Pretty exciting. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Like, I think everything is just gonna, I feel like people are going to just be like, I've had enough. Like after this, well, I mean, especially with the recession and all of that, I mean, people are going to realize that like just these big elite art galleries are, you know, maybe not like something to strive for. Maybe, uh, you know, collaborating and trading and, and showing off your friend's work. I don't know. I mean, cause I've been talking to different artists about this recently too. And I think it's like, I think that's kind of like the new way of um, selling and showing off and kind of getting to the top is, kind of just doing DIY. I yeah. mean, it's also more authentic in a way. Yeah, it's it's a hard reality. You know, I was on my first tour with a booking agent, uh, like helping me in uh in January or I started in February and it ended with the pandemic. We still had like 40 more dates to go, you know, and it got canceled. But uh it, we were like starting to actually get like good venues to respond to us and stuff, you know, better clubs because I had this booking agent and just gaining a little bit more recognition and uh, now realizing we're not going to like, when, when it's opens back up, it's not going to be more of that. It's going to be going back to what it was in the like, like 20, start over. 2010s. Yeah. It's going to be more like playing in basements. And, but you know what, that's something I've done for a long time and I love that kind of stuff and I'm totally here for it and I'm excited. And, you know, I just, I look forward to the day really where anyone can get together in any capacity, I don't care. Um, I don't need it to look good or feel good. Like it can be super hot and sweaty as long as everyone's safe and comfortable. Then let's rock and roll. Let's have some it's, good moments. It's crazy. I mean, like, do you know Jacob Cornfloss? For he, sure. He's like, uh, he does like he throws shows in in his old basement, and I mean, he knows like like musicians who are like pretty big in the indie rock scene now. Because, I mean, they came to his, like, like basement shows. So I feel like what you're saying, like, these basement shows are, they're going to be, they're going to be okay for musicians. Like, trust me, especially 
if you like my hand like I keep pointing but especially if like you throw these like big freeze fest shows and uh space proms and all that I love I love those because you incorporate like zines and paintings like it's not just music and I I want to like thank you because like you were like one of my first biggest shows to go to in Nashville like and meet people so like I'm like so happy that I met you because like <laughs> like I've met so many people by going by showing I even show my art at Freeze Fest like I met so many people from that one festival so I don't know I'm super grateful for you and for that oh oh yeah of course I mean I think I met you we met at Freeze Fest right is that where we met I mentioned that earlier. Oh, wait, no, no, no. We met at a broomstick show. We met at a broomstick show at the end? I think, I think it was a broomstick show. And then you were like, hey, I'm throwing a freeze fest. I was like, what? You're making a festival out of, <laughs> you're throwing a festival after your name? I was like, that's your name? And so, I hate when people say that, when they frame it like I'm being conceited, I guess. <laughs> no, 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 no. I thought it was cool. I was just like, Nordista free. I've never heard that name. I was like, okay, he seems like an interesting, kooky, unique dude. Kooky. I like so. that you were described as kooky. That's <laughs> twice. I got to write that down. I like being kooky. So then I went. Yeah. yeah then you was... went and you set up your art and it was great and everybody loved your art and it was, oh God, that was a beautiful horrible. moment. Whatever. I know. I mean, I've just, I've gotten better. Like, <laughs> I'm talk about that art. Oh, we've all so. gotten better. Whatever. Yeah, true. We've all gotten better. Um, but Freeze Fest, like, just, and how it's evolved, I mean, it's just so cool. I've only been to that one, but I was, it was so, so fun, so. It, uh, you know, the first two were, like, house shows. Then the one you went to and the one after that were both at Fat Bites. So it was a little bit bigger. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, in 2019, we switched to a farm, which is cool. It was, like, camping and stuff. So, yeah, we didn't get, obviously, no 2020, but 2021 will be hopefully, like, a whole camping festival, you know. It's going to be like the, um, what's it called? Like Great Gatsby, um, the golden age. Mm -hmm. Like the depression. And then we're all just going to celebrate. Hopefully, fingers crossed, 2021 is amazing. Fingers crossed. It's going to be the roaring 20s. It's the roaring 20s. Yeah, right. I just read Gatsby. The roaring 20s in basement shows. (laughs) Yeah, right. I mean, we might not have extravagance, but we'll have, uh, we're going to have a good time. You know, yeah. that's, what, that's what's most important. And uh, yeah, I mean, obviously it, it, it is, as you said, obviously it, the, the tragedy that's going on, the devastation is, is, insur- is insurmountable, you know, like, like it will, it will be with us and people have lost, like, it isn't, it, you know, it is worth noting to not like reduce that. But I do think um, in some ways it has kind of expedited problems that were going on economically and socially and, uh, you know, especially like, yeah, and politically and, and in a place where, like you were saying, like it calls out like the companies and the, the big like CEOs that kind of run like music and art, like they, they run the big players. Like it's all this, this massive industry that at times is just so corrupt. And we all know that. And, uh, and you know, even, I mean, exploiting its own artists, like, right, totally. All of them are exploiting every American citizen like they're pretty much profiting off of a global pandemic so yeah they still are right that is like kind of the bad thing about you know being 
more of an underrated artist right now. Yeah. Because I mean, it's not a bad thing. I mean, we're all, but like it's times 10, I'm saying. Yeah, right. Yeah. I always go back and forth on that because there's sometimes you hear people say like, oh, you know, this is the best time to be an artist in certain ways because you have social media and you can, you know, in a certain sense, everybody has a level playing field, as they say, we can all create and upload our art, but in other ways, it it almost feels like it's even more uh, hopeless in certain ways when you're trying to make it as an artist. And obviously I'm full of hope and I know you are too, but it can feel hopeless and heavy trying to pursue artistry when you think about the economic situation of just like, just and just reality and you're like wow i don't know like the ways that people used to do this to make money don't exist anymore and yeah uh you know we really have to be creative you know yeah you just have to be realistic but like have like unrealistic expectations all kind of level at at the same level you know you can't be too realistic and have fantasies down here or fantasies up here and realistic it all just kind of for me, at least, it had, whoa, it just went, the screen. Um, for me, at least, I would just want to keep everything steady, you know? So not steady as in my career, but, you know, optimis- optimism and, and like, fan- fantasies and then realism. Yeah. Yeah, kind of totally. All leveled. I feel like a, a, cl- a cliche of mine is that I tell people, I always talk about like day by day. I think sometimes my friends get sick of that, but it's like, I am always trying to find like a way to be healthy and like, and it's not about not pushing yourself or like going insane and like trying really epic and ambitious things. But it is about like, at the end of the day, realizing like if you can just wake up every day and like keep working on your art in the same way you talk, you described it like, uh, like working out, you described it like a, you know, you said like working out the muscle, I think is what you said, talking about art. It's like, it really is something that you just have to work on every single day. And all of a sudden you're a few months later and you're like, wow, I've really grown. You know, like um, I don't do a ton of visual art, but over quarantine, as, as you saw some of my art, I started just doing watercolor for an hour a day, really just as a way to find something to do, find an outlet because music wasn't fulfilling me and it's been hard. And even within like three months of just painting for an hour a day, it was amazing how much improve how improved i am um even still a beginner but i'm like wow and my mom and dad they look at the paintings that my sister and i make and they're like oh i could never do that and i'm like it's not that i don't have respect for the art form because i don't think i'm like it's just that i realize i'm not some magnificent painter i'm just like mom dad you can like it's actually anybody can make art like anybody can just create it doesn't have to be a masterpiece like like yeah. what I was saying, like in the middle of a global pandemic, nothing has to be a ma- like a masterpiece right now. Everything just kind of has to, you know, just be okay. Right. And, and like making art right now, like what you're doing is literally just therapy. Like it's art therapy. And it's also a new found hobby and something that is also like distracting you from, you know, thousands of people dying every day. Right. I mean, that's at least for me, like, yeah, it's, I mean, I watch the news maybe like every day and I'm just, uh, my mind, my brain is just like a cracked egg at this point. I'm just so kind of done with it. So, I mean, and even like looking at the news on my phone, like I'm just constantly scrolling and it's annoying. So having art as a distraction for anything or all of those things is just, it's really just like, a blessing yeah like i love it 
Yeah, uh, totally, totally heard. I, th- I think art is therapeutic to create. And also what you said, it, I guess, would escapism be the right word? I mean, it's it's a way to, at I times, know, art, yeah. art is a way to escape or to um, not have to deal it with is. the heaviness, you know? Yeah, I literally wrote in my, my book, actually, I have like, I brought other things. I have like these little like journals that this is my first semester and this is my second semester. Oh, those are so cool. <laughs> these are, this is my COVID book. So you can really t- like see how much I've spiraled um, in this book. But um, I totally forgot what I was saying. Um, but <laughs> I don't really know what I was saying to be well, honest. Well, I wanna, well, I'll just chime in then. I think those what books are heck? incredibly cool. And I think that's- Thanks really i mean oh my goodness it's so inspiring just to see them whatever whatever that's okay yeah i put a little girl on this from my like felt days when i got into felt yeah oh it's the girl with the pearl earring actually oh from the book the girl with a pearl earring what was i gonna say it's gonna bother me like people are looking at this video it's like people are gonna watch and just press pause and go what the heck (laughs) they're gonna be so disappointed in you i don't know oh I don't really know, to be honest. That's Ugh. cool. You're talking. I think we we're talking about escapism. That's so bad. I can't remember. We we're talking about escapism, and you said you wrote something in your book. Yes. Now I remember. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> I was gonna say that I literally wrote in one of these books about like how, like, I had a studio my first semester, which was the best thing ever. It was just amazing. It was like right across from the Bean. It was so cool. Um, and I had like a studio and I would stay in there and sometimes just write. And I was like writing about my studio at one point and saying how, like, once I step into the studio, like, like, it's like in the middle of a busy, loud city. But once I step in there, it's like quiet. And it's kind of like stepping into like my secret garden per se. And so it's like amazing. Cause like once I step into the secret garden, I can just make, I could plant all of these like, flowers which is basically like my sculptures or my paintings that day when i'm walking in there and like kind of going back to like childhood you know like not like going away from you know adult responsibilities just for a few hours yeah and yeah do you have adult responsibility do you work like a job somewhere while you're yeah well like when i was working like when i was in the studio i'm saying like i would like you know be in an apartment, have to pay like for groceries and rent and all that stuff. So, um, you know, that's like adult, I like worked at the wood shop, which was like the best job ever. So it's like, I'm not complaining, but, um, but I'm just saying like, once I go into the studio and make art, it's like, I'm like a child playing with building blocks again. So. Yeah, totally. Um, do you, in, in the new year, as we are approaching into this year, Obviously, you said the first half of the year, one of your priorities is graduating and have a degree, which is incredible, something I could not pull off. So I commend you. And uh, but I but I'm curious, do you have any other like short term meaning within the next year Um, goals, you know, whether it's something you want to announce like or plug like a specific project, like what you mentioned with Christina or just like maybe personal goals or uh, interests you want to pursue in the next year? Hmm. Um. Yeah, so I want to marry Rich. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's go, marry Rich. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Um, 
I stop. I thought that was a beret for a second. <laughs> I'm putting a beanie over my hoodie. Whoa, you look like a I mean, jazz cat. Yeah, I'm gonna marry Rich. This. You should wear this. I should. Oh, have- I should wear um, that one though. <laughs> you have a ring light. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can see. It. Yeah, it's <laughs> for the podcast. Why so that's that's so why I'm so white. Yeah, that's why you're so bright. I said, but <laughs> I mean that too, but. Um, so hmm. <laughs> I, I, well, I want to, uh, find an apartment or a house. I don't know. Um, and then I want to, I'm saving up like a lot of money right now. So I want to travel to California. Like I want to travel to LA for a bit. I have family Ooh. up there and I have friends there too. And I just want to like scope out the art scene. I want to see all my friends there. I want to meet a lot of people in LA. Like, yeah, I, I feel like it's so important. Like with musicians touring, like mm. I want to tour. Like I need. It's important to meet people in different cities. That's how I get commissions. So right. Do that, and then you know, do installations, and um, hopefully, like once I get these pictures out and I can post them, like. I'll get like more job opportunities with installation work. Yeah, that would be so sick. Yeah, touring is awesome. There should be more ways for other types of art to like tour, like visual artists. A pop up shop on a bus. Yeah, just like a traveling. That would be a good idea. That's a good idea. Been done, but you could do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think. Wow. Oh, it's been done. Well, it could be done again. Do it again. This is the postmodern. Dude, uh, have I watched Black Mirror? Actually, wow, it's funny you say because I only watched it one time. It was in Chicago. <laughs> oh my god! I was at a part. I was at a house show. We played afterwards, like the Lacy's. No, this was like no. out in suburbia. We played for all these like, like fifty-year-old people who were like, I love it. Paid us really well, and then their kids were like, "We're watching Black Mirror," so I watched an episode with them. Wait, so was it the one where it was like? like a cartoon like a blue little cartoon guy and he was basically kind of like donald trump he was like a comedian and then he like ran for president and then he won i think that's called i think that's the smurfs which is a different show that's <laughs> it's not it's like an actual episode no i think you're thinking of the smurfs but what i'm talking about is black not, mirror which is, a, which is a cra- a totally different thing well i just i just <laughs> popped my head because they came, they went around with the bus with the screen on it <laughs> like anyone who's watched black mirror probably understands what i'm talking about but they went around with the screen and this like blue guy like he's like a cartoon like rabbit or something he would just like make jokes on the tv screen on this bus what if like someone had a bus with a tv screen that said art show and then in the trunk like it was just like a like a u-haul and then the art was in the the box truck that's a really cool idea i have seen like in nashville like at the um like art crawls where some of the showcases are inside like oh all trailers and stuff is this what the blue guy looked like no that's not it okay 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 black mirror later and you'll know about some i guess i'm talking about yeah i guess we're not on the same page here no the one i watched miley (laughs) like the one i watched like miley cyrus died or something don't ruin that because I haven't watched that episode yet. No, she didn't die or she did. I, I don't remember. Oh, she just it's got, fine. she just like was there. No one died, maybe. Fine. <laughs> Everyone dies in that show. So it's like whatever. No, I really don't know if she died or not. I really don't remember. I didn't make it to the end. 
No, you're just covering it up so you don't. Oh, no, it. people, people only watch Black Mirror. No, um. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that. I have like I'm literally like about to watch that episode too. So Whatever. that's cool. There's this one anyway. episode where uh, like there's these three like little chipmunks and then they're like Stop. Christmas, Christmas time is Stop. here. Have you heard that one? I was thinking, is this an episode that I haven't watched? <laughs> I don't think so. Never mind. Um, that's a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, I guess you know we've reached the end of our hour block. It's been really good talking to you. Is there anything uh, else we should talk about? Or is there anything else you want to like plug or mention or you know um, you can ask so, me yeah, something so- if you have a question. <laughs> ask you questions <laughs> um basically my tiktok is baby wipes with the z underscore um so follow me there don't really know how to use it don't i will right now i didn't know about this wait i literally follow you and you oh. didn't follow me back so what are you serious my bad yeah and you make like tiktoks where you're like zooming in and out <laughs> and your voice is like echoing oh wow um, but don't follow me on tiktok um no no do follow me on tiktok oh okay yeah i just followed you see All hey right. and then my instagram <laughs> like and subscribe at my youtube channel um my instagram is grace m hall underscore so if you want to follow me there um give me a follow i'll follow you back maybe um my facebook page is the grace hall art my twitter is grace m hall underscore um oh and my website is thegracehall.com so if you want to see more of my art you could look that up or you could look into my bio my website is right in my instagram bio cool okay word i'll plug i'll, I'll uh shameless plug <laughs> no that, that's not yet as, as it should be shameless uh i will i will post the links on uh on the youtube if people who are watching on youtube it'll be in the description if you're listening on spotify i'll try to find a way to put it there too i am definitely like not gonna look at this video because i hate listening to my voice and seeing myself like on <laughs> screen so i'll like skim through it that's what yeah. i'll do yeah do that do that please I'll be like, mm, ooh, ooh, god, <laughs> oh god oh god so thanks for having me anyways yeah of course thank you so much for being here it's been a real treat for me and this uh was so much fun. it was so much fun it's the best Thanks. I guess I'll talk to you later, Bye. huh? Bye-bye. Have a great day. Bye, everyone. Bye, Freeze. Mwah. Bye, Thanks mwah. so much. I'll see you later.